Hallo en welkom bij Dit Xbox Leven, aflevering 188, van release tot ballingschap. Uh, bij mij vandaag zit BJ Swick 33. Hallo, hallo. En ook natuurlijk mijn goede vriend Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709. Farfik Nugen. <laughs> so, Ron, I don't know if you can hear me. Something's wrong with my headset. I can't understand anything. <laughs> no, it's every everybody is looking at their iPod right now, staring at it, wondering, did I change? Oh, sorry, I, I had to switch on my headset set to Dutch. Oh, that's <laughs> what it was. See, last uh, week was our last episode in English. English. This is our <laughs> first episode in Dutch. <laughs> Except I think I said a German word. <laughs> it's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, and everybody, that's uh, Soul Assassin 808. I should have uh, actually announced myself first, but... That's, oh, well. That's all right. So, all right. People should know me. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yes, episode 188, and the English title would be From Release to Exile. So, we like to do that when Soul comes on. We're like, hey, you know, you have to bust out the intro this time. So, but, how is everybody? I think that's on... interesting. Just wait till we get to the friends list. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, what are we doing first? The same same thing as always? What we've been playing. All right. Um, I guess I can go first. My, my list is a little shorter than your guys's. Um, I played some Mass Effect 3, um, which... Okay, so last week's show, I mentioned that like, hey, I didn't know there was, you know, missions that you could pretty much fail due to advancing during the uh, during the campaign. So, and and what makes it difficult is the whole combined, you know, combined mission list between secondary and primary, uh, which I'm not a big fan of. It, I, just last night, I, I think I was talking to to you, Mark, and who who else was with us? Was it Christoph? Was that Dirty Bite? Oh, Dirty Bite. It was Dirty Bite. I'm sorry, Dirty Bite. Yes, it was Dirty Bite. I was just like, okay, I started my campaign over. I threw away nine hours and 50, 57 minutes of the campaign to start all over because, once again... Uh, another thing failed due to me like not going there in time because I advanced too far and I was working on some side missions. So one of the side missions that I wanted to do, um, because it deals with like Rex and stuff like that, uh, just kind of went away. And then I got email of him saying a bunch of stuff. So I was just like, all right, forget it. I'm starting over. It's like, I might as well do it now before I get too far in. And I'm going to go slower. There's There's no rush for me. To, to beat the game so fast because this is the last Mass Effect, you know, with Shepard in it and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, yeah, why rush out? Why rush out and beat it? So they're going to rewrite the ending anyway. So, uh, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll get to that a little later because I have some comments on that. Um, 
So I'm starting over in Mass Effect 3. I did play uh, some multiplayer, um, which is fun. I really like it. And we'll talk a little bit more about that stuff too later. So, And then I played some Battlefield 3. Uh, Soul and I were playing with um, Fairchild 3, the third, however he would like to pronounce the I-I-I. Um, we're playing on his... Uh, he rented a server and put on our Facebook that he rented it and just let anybody know who wants to be on it. And he made us, you know, I think I don't, I think Soul might be a VIP as well. I'm not sure. Um, but we hopped on there. We were playing with him for two or three hours, I think. And we just got mm-hmm. off there. Yeah. Um, obviously, there was a major update over the week. I have some issues. I don't know. <laughs> They've changed. They changed a lot of stuff. Like they the have look, changed a lot. Yeah, the look and the feel of like the, um, you know, the UI and stuff. Like when you're flying in helicopters, when you're shooting in tanks, like everything looks nicer. Um, and then like one time we were in a, we were all in a Humvee. There was four of us. It's like I've never seen the four person Humvee. Like I was sitting inside the Humvee in the back seat. And I was like, I've never seen this unless it's in the PC, which could be. No, it's just strange because I think I'm 90% sure that Humvee was in the original game and it has not changed at all. Oh, I... so you must have just not been in it yeah. since launch or something like that. Could be. So, um, but there, there's a lot of stuff that changed and um, they may have said they've nerfed some shotguns, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, they've nerfed their frag rounds. Yeah. But, Which was the, the the big thing that everybody was complaining about? People using it as like a mobile, a like a mobile APC, basically. Yeah. That and they've broken some stuff as well. Like the first time I came in, all my kits were reassigned, and then oh, yeah. anytime I tried to go in and change my gun, it was always flipping back to the default gun. It was dry. It was driving me nuts. Yeah, the the menu they really screwed up the menu for some reason, but in game it works fine. Yeah, yeah. I it cracks me up <laughs> about some of the stuff. And then uh what else happened to me? The jumping and jerking around when like grenades and stuff goes off, like it's shaky cam. I call it shaky cam. I'm like flying in a jet and I have constant shake cam. So constant That might be that might have been lag cuz I've had that on the PC where it was lag and not actually a game. And while you were saying what you were saying that you were having it, and I was flying in the jet at the same moment, and I had no, I had, I didn't have it at all. So, uh, so maybe that, that is. That. But I was just, I was, I don't know. Uh, later on, as we played, I didn't have any problems, but it just seemed like for the first couple matches, it was just like all over the place. I'm like, has it been this way since it upgraded? But, <laughs> and then I was thinking maybe it was like the rent rental servers versus, you know, their servers, but who knows? But those basically are basically the same thing. Because what they basically do with the rental servers is they take one of their servers and give you control over it. Right. So, which is not much different about the servers themselves. Yeah. But other than Mass Effect Three and Battlefield Three, that's that's pretty much all I've played. So. Well, it's good to know that now when you die, as soon as you spawn in, it'll look prettier. Yes. (laughs) Yep. 
And you'll live Thanks. a second longer. Yeah, you live a second longer. <laughs> I didn't get. Uh, I only got spawned killed once because I was an idiot and spawned into uh, Soul Assassin's dying helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, always fun. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. But Mark would. Uh, looks like you're next on the list. Um, played some Mass Effect Three, uh, multiplayer. I still, even though. They did the Operation Raptor last weekend, and they've had a new operation this weekend. I've still not got my commendation pack. I didn't either. And I don't know anyone who has. And... I know one person that has. Okay. And I think one... it's crap that, yeah. you know, supposedly well, someone pack? was glitching the commendation pack somehow. Um, if you promoted two characters uh last weekend during operation raptor you were supposed to get a commendation at well if you promoted two you got some kind of pack and then if the community as a whole uh, um promoted 150,000 people to the galaxy of war then everybody was going to get a commendation pack well they did like 300 400,000 promotions or something it was like more than double what they had to have and so they released the commendation pack and I guess pulled it again within like an hour or something because supposedly people were somehow glitching it and getting multiple commendation packs. I still don't know what's in the pack. Nobody seems to know yet. And EA, BioWare, whoever has come out said, well, we, we pulled it because people were glitching it. And that's it. That's all it's been said. Supposedly, they're working on trying to release it, but now they're promoting their new weekend, whatever was going on this weekend, some new thing. And it's like, why would I even want to play when you can't even give me what you promised from last week? Right. So, I mean, I did play this weekend, but I was still I was frustrated every single time I'd go in and purchase a pack because I'm like, you owe me something. I gave you my time. I did what you told me to. And you not you're not following through. So they better give this junk out here pretty quick. Um, and then I went into, and I went into the Bioware forums and of course I had to register and I couldn't lodge a complaint as they make you wait 24 hours before you're allowed to post in their forums. I was like, wow, <laughs> wow. Bioware, you're just as bad as EA. You won't let anybody voice an opinion. So yeah. I need to go back today and now say, okay, now that my trial period, my cooling off period has passed, y'all suck. <laughs> so I'm going to do that tonight after we're done here, but yeah, like I know it's uh, Nighthawk seventy. His son got his their reward his rewards, but Nighthawk seventy has not gotten his. So, and what's what's the deal with uh... stupid hackers? <laughs> yeah, I know. Thank <laughs> thanks for ruining it for everybody, like you do every other time that you try to do something. And now I forget what I was going to ask you. Um, oh, you, you guys may know. I think I asked this last night actually. Um, when you buy a pack with Microsoft points, it downloads a little like 56K file on your hard drive. And I think that's just to tell the game that you purchased what pack or whatever. And then once you open the pack, the stuff goes onto your online account. You can delete that little file, can't you? I have no idea. Does it, oh. does it actually save that on your hard drive? Yeah, it puts it on your, your hard drive. Hmm. I'm pretty sure you can delete it because I, th I think the file is just to say that you've purchased something. I I mean, I wouldn't do That's it until guess. I knew. Uh, well, I mean, I, I, I believe I know what a weapon that I got in one of them, and I deleted the files and the weapon's still there. So I imagine once you unlock it, it's 
good to go. But I just didn't know if anybody knew for sure. But sorry for well, I can ask that question now that I'm allowed to post in the forums. Maybe I'll ask that too. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Thanks. Because I'd have to wait another day to ask. Exactly. <laughs> um, I also played Buku Sudoku. Uh, completed that game. Got all. Um, got. Oh no, I didn't complete it. Did I? Yeah, I did. I completed that one. Um, I also played some Syndicate. And I got a funny story on this later on in response to one of our Google Voice messages. So I'll save that for later. But played some Syndicate. It was awesome to play that again. Uh, played some Pinball Arcade which I'll talk about a little bit later. Um, I did play the Voice Studio. I guess you didn't play it. I ran the Voice Studio. Um, and we got, a, we got a call on this too. But um, So I'll probably go into that a little bit later. And uh, I played Netflix. So I'm tired, you know, and I, I was complaining, was it last week, I think, about, you know, every <laughs> half the people on my friends list are always watching Netflix now. And... Uh, and so I've been getting some harassment back from the community about <laughs> me watching Netflix. And, and I, let me just to clear up, it's okay if I watch Netflix, but everybody else needs to be willing to play games when I want to play. So <laughs> that's, that's, just the way I, that's just the way it is. So Nice. <laughs> but from now on, I'm going to start saying I'm, every week I'm playing Netflix. <laughs> so that's, that's it. I guess I'm next. Um, I also played a little bit of Mass Effect 3 multiplayer this week. Um, I'm kind of burned out on Mass Effect 3 simply because of the way you unlock things in multiplayer. Because it's like it's it, you keep on wanting to come back and play the multiplayer to unlock new stuff, but the boxes are random uh, generated. So after a while, you get pretty much a lot. Well, you get a lot of weapons, but I've come to a point where I get the same weapons over and over again, and I get everything like 10 times, and I'm not getting anything new. So I'm kind of frustrated with the weapon packs and how they're so random. And But at the same time, I seem to get the same things over and over again, and they're always shotguns that I never use. Yeah, I don't know very many people that use a shotgun. Well, I use one. It's a gas plasma shotgun. That's the only one I find useful but i've gotten like i think i've gotten eight of them i've gotten like eight claymore shotguns and i never use that one i've gotten like nine of the revenant assault rifles and i barely use that one and then there's like one the the really rare ones the like black n7 weapons or whatever they're called i've only gotten like two of those and both the ones that i've gotten are not very good and i don't like them huh and then you know, the one I really want to get, I'm, I just can't seem to get. What, the Black Widow? Yes, uh, indeed. So I'm you trying have a, to get that one. You have a Widow, don't you? I have a regular Widow, a Widow 5, actually, and I really like it. But I want to try and get the Black Widow and see how that compares to it. Because from what I hear, it's, uh, if not equal, uh, better. Because nice. it has like a, a three-shot. It, sh- it could shoot three shots without having to reload it. And it's almost as powerful as the regular Widow. Hmm. So well, knock, I tried... Knockback as well, I think. Um, could be. So I tried to get it because I heard from Major Spork that they um, they were doing like um, a special box this week 
where like it was for ninety nine thousand credits, you got like uh like yep. a premium Spectre pack or something. Yeah, but you had a big, yeah, you had a bigger chance of getting wares. And I I played for an hour, bought it, and I got Crap. another assault rifle and a freaking shotgun again. I, I got a and shotgun. I was like, too. okay, it's like okay, I'm I'm done with this for now until something new comes out, which I guess we'll come and we'll uh, we'll get to later. Yeah. Uh, also played some Battlefield 3 with Brun. Um, I've been playing it a lot past week. Uh, I'm on my I'm on my spring break, so <laughs> I've had a lot of time on my hand. I've uh, played some GTA 4, some free roam, just messing around there. Um, I bought that new um, South Park arcade game, Tournament's Revenge. How's that? It's okay if you're a South Park fan. Okay. If you're not a South Park fan, don't get it. Because it's it's not a very good platformer, so the only real reason why you want to get it is just to see all the characters from the show again in uh, a fun environment and just see whatever they came up with with the voice acting. Because the story isn't all that great either. Hmm. So, and I mean, I like I I read the IGN review and they gave it like a seven, and like official Xbox Magazine gave it like an eight, but then Giant Bomb gave it like a two so there's a lot of mixed reviews about the game itself so i would just suggest if you're really a south park fan you might just want to get it if not don't really bother with it um and i played some forza 4 i've been trying to finish off my uh, event list and i'm think i'm about halfway there and i could check my raptor so that's, i'm halfway that's a long game I'm halfway done with all the events, and I've put 236 hours into it. Wow. And there, there is multiplayer time in that, but... Yeah, that's cool. Still. That takes a long time to get that, because uh, Forza 3 took me two years to complete. Yeah, but that's with Forza games, you have that long to, to play them. And Forza 4, I really like it. I'm actually enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. I keep on every time I go into a multiplayer game, I take a look at who finishes first and what car they're using, and then go back into my single player and see, like, can I get that car? How good is it really? Yeah. Cool. That's about it. All right. Topics. Topic time. <clears throat> We're gonna jump right into Mass Effect Three. And, um, yeah, the uh, whole commendation pack thing, and or not the commendation pack, but buying the packs, I, I think the Spectre pack is the best. Um, that that the, the special Spectre pack or whatever it is that's out now, that really irritated me. I've bought a couple of those, and not once have I gotten anything worthwhile, and I feel the regular Spectre packs are the best, so I've stopped buying the premiums. And I wish they'd bring the equipment packs back because <laughs> I hate now running around with no equipment. And it's, it's I miss having, yeah, you can get five Medi-Gels, five Cobra missiles, all that on one shot. You just, it like loads you up. Those were nice. So hopefully they bring those back. But um, anyway, so we've got some campaign and some multiplayer DLC. And... Uh, I'm going to start talking about the multiplayer first because I think Bron wants to comment on the campaign stuff. So 
this past week, we got a glimpse of free. So I, I could, first of all, I couldn't believe it because this is coming from EA. We're getting free DLC this coming Tuesday, April 10th. It's multiplayer mm. DLC. And this will be the first pack, they said, the first bundle of multiplayer DLC. And it's called the Resurgence Pack. Now, this is coming out April 10th in North America, April 11th in Europe for the low, low price of nothing. So you can't beat that. The pack will include two new maps. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait. As, did, did I hear that correct a day later in Europe? Yeah. I mean, really? Well, That's when the it's, when it's the 10th DLC. here, it'll be the 11th there. When it's like, because they're going probably on Pacific time, and they probably won't release it till like, I don't know, 9 a.m. or something stupid. But it'll probably Honestly, be the yeah, 11th your time anyways. <laughs> time difference-wise? I, I have no idea. It's... Oh. It just says a day later. I was just thinking, like, it'd be really weird to to, to get DLC a day later because there's no reason why it should come a day later because I get I get all the arcade games and stuff at the same date as everybody else does. Yeah, well, hopefully mm-hmm. it'll be the same time. So it, the story I got says uh, April 11th in Europe, so I'm not sure. Unless it's going to be on EA servers, then EA is probably like, oh, we only want to use two servers, so we better stagger the days. <laughs> yeah, and I wouldn't be I've surprised we PS3 can't get it anyways. <laughs> I know. I know. Sometimes on the PS3, that stuff uh, happens where Europe gets it later. Hmm. So that might be because of that. But continue. Yeah, you don't want it to be like Epic servers. Like when Epic's DLC would hit, it's like download it the next day. Because if you try to download it on the first day, it takes uh, three hours to download the hundred and something meg or whatever it is. Um, so we're getting two new maps. Uh, one is called Hydra which is an abandoned Quarian facility converted by humans. And we're getting another one called Condor, which is an outpost critical to the defense of the Turian home planet. Um, So we got two new maps, which is, I I wish there was more maps, but my guess they're giving us two free ones and they're going to sell us a map pack later down the road. But we really need more maps. Um, So two really, we need more than two. But on top of this, we're getting six new characters, a Batarian Soldier, a Sentinel, a Geth Engineer, an Infiltrator, or I'm sorry, a Batarian Soldier and a Sentinel, a Geth Engineer and Infiltrator, and a Krogan Battlemaster Vanguard, and an Asari Justicar Adept, as well as new weapons, one of which is a harpoon gun. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Hmm. Now, when I first... Oh, I think I posted this in the forums, and then somebody alerted me the other day to some fine print, and they were a little upset about this. And I'm going to go see if I can find this fine print. Um, you, there's, uh, let me see if I can find it. Supposedly somewhere, and I don't. I'm looking at the official Bioware page. You have to unlock the characters. So it sounds like the characters and the weapons and stuff are not going to be just automatically there. And I have not seen this. This is what I have been been told. Um, And I'm looking at the official Bioware release notes and there are, you know, the official press release here. And I don't see anything as I'm running through this about, 
you know, you have to unlock anything or you have to purchase them with your credits. Um, so that will be another 15 shotguns that I'll have to get before I get the characters. <laughs> yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I'll just randomly unlock. I don't know. If you're in a DLC, they should just be there. So um, yeah. we won't, we'll know for sure on Tuesday. Um, I don't see anything that says you have to unlock them, but... That'd be a bummer for me. Yeah, it, it's... It's like, what's the point if all I'm really getting is two maps and I got to unlock everything else? The the weapons are a striker assault rifle, a Geth plasma SMG, and the Kishok harpoon gun. So those are the new weapons. So cool. So look for this free DLC on Tuesday, the 10th or Wednesday the 11th, depending on your location. So, and Bron, how about some campaign DLC? Well, you may have to explain the DLC because the way I understand it, this is due to the whole uproar (laughs) of people who are finished the game and absolutely just despise the ending and cried about it to Bioware, so Bioware you know, took time to make additional DLC, which there is basically an extended cut, which is coming out this summer, which is to clarify the, further clarify the ending. Um, so that's what that DLC is going to be. Now, I don't know much about it because I haven't beaten the game yet, and obviously I'm starting over. Um, but this is one of those things where it's like, there's a difference between I think answering the call of your fans like and completely bending over for them definitely when it was like such a small you know a small amount you know let's even if it's like 40,000 people or however many they said sign that petition like 40,000 like say it was 40,000 well, Bioware, I mean, they sold, what, three, four million copies of this game? So you're talking about a very, very small percentage of people who didn't like the ending. And these people actually are now taking people that could be used to build additional map packs and stuff like that for or even a campaign DLC that is something other than extended cut to the ending. Or things for multiplayer, you're taking people off of that stuff to build this extended cut ending. Um, it is going to be free, which to me, this is the one I think they should charge for. So then people who want it <laughs> can buy it. And see, like I said, since they're probably pulling people off other projects to do it, they can recoup some of their money. Um, but, you know, everybody will get it. And all I have to say is it better be exceptional or I'm going to put out a petition against the people who put out a petition saying that their ending sucked. So <laughs> I mean, go from there. But my, I mean, my question on it is, and we don't know this answer, but right now, if I load up my campaign, once you've completed the game, it basically takes you back to the, you're back in the game. You're you're 
right before you went on the last mission, so to speak. Okay, so I'm I'm really trying very hard to be very careful about what I say right here. But it basically resets you back in time before you started your final mission. So if you think about Mass Effect 2, when you started on your suicide mission, that was kind of okay. Get everything in order because this is it. They kind of gave you that, you know. And this kind of has that same point. There's a point in, in Mass Effect 3 where it's kind of like, okay, I'm now going to select this mission, and this is going to start the final sequence. And it's a very long couple of hours where there's no opportunity to save. Okay? So if I want to see this DLC, am I going to have to redo that last... <coughs> Excuse me. Redo that last mission just to watch some cutscenes to explain what it was that I did, or is it just going to go? Oh, you've you've already played the game. Do you just want to watch this cutscene? I mean, why am I going to download a cutscene? I, I, I think they said didn't it didn't it say in the announcement that um, they recommended uh, using a save that uh, like a save before the final mission basically i think it said that but uh, i'm in the same boat as you i finished it um it put me back to that spot so my guess is i'll have to play through it again and then see some extra cutscenes and that's it i guess yeah i mean i don't know what else they could do to it unless it's like a whole separate like separate ending mission which would be weird because then you'd have to pick two then you'd have two ending missions and you could end up at that point you could still you could still do some things different you you could go through and select a completely different path you know if you've got to replay it so i it just it just seems pointless to me um i get that people are upset and i get while they're i get why they are upset if anybody you know for people listen to our spoiler cast a week or two ago you know i get it i i wasn't like really mad about it my game ended kind of the way i expected it would but there was things i was kind of like huh you know there there was definitely it could have been a lot better but to have the uproar and now make this dlc which it's like if you're gonna make me go back and replay a couple of hours, I think I'll just skip it. I just don't see the point. So, I don't know. Would I you may just because. Just a video? I just yeah, just you know what here, which you know go down to their Bioware.com and and say which ending did you select, Paragon or whatever the other one is. Um, I can't think of it. Red Renegade. or blue? Renegade. Paragon or... You, know, you could just watch both videos if you want. <laughs> it's just like... Because yeah. that's all it's going to be. I mean, all the different endings they had essentially were the same the same anyway. So, you know... Anyways, I've got to be quiet because... Well, to, 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 <laughs> to what I understand... Well, so. <laughs> well, to what I, what I understand, a lot of people are... I don't want to make it sound like it's stupid and, and I apologize if... You know, I don't want to make anybody upset, but to what I've understand by listening and trying not to listen to stuff because I don't want anything spoiled for me, um, is that you know you've played these three games and your decisions have went from one game to another, and here you're at the end of Mass Effect Three, but yet some stuff is just still 
not wrapped up. It's not tied up. It's not closed. And that's what people were upset about. Am I, is well, that right? No. Or not? Okay. Yes and no. Okay. There's, there's really two things. One, it didn't really wrap up stuff. You're kind of left. You're kind of left going. Well, what happened? You know, right. really, when it was done, I was kind of sitting there going, "What just happened?" You know, um, and I, I'm not, I can't say anything. I really right. can't say anything more on that. It okay. really left you kind of going, huh? And but the biggest thing is that people felt that, hey, I've invested roughly 30 hours per title, so we're almost at 100 hours per, you know, for the whole franchise. All the decisions that carried over from game to game to game. When it gets down to about the last five minutes of the game, you're going to hit a certain point. And it's like from that point on, everything you did prior to that just basically got wiped out because it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. All the decisions you make really have no impact on the end of the game. That's what everybody's really mad about. They're like, this was a waste. It didn't matter if I killed... Garrus, if if he died on the mission, if I killed Rex, it didn't matter if I killed Ashley or Caden. Those had no relevancy on the outcome of this game. Mm. And and that's what most people are upset about. Because it's like, the whole point of Mass Effect was like your decisions, and they carry over. And then you get to the end of it, and it's like, nope, it doesn't matter. (laughs) It's it's, it's like like the last five minutes is like a a clean slate, if you will. (laughs) And even there, the endings really did not vary much. So yeah, but <laughs> for for the Rex thing, for instance, you know, I I saved him in the first game, and then he was you know pretty much king or whatever you want to say in the second one. And since he knew me, you figure it made things a little bit easier. So the decision from for saving Rex made sense in Mass Effect Two. Now saving Rex. Does that have to actually mean something in Mass Effect 3? Or if Caden or Ashley, you know, if Caden or Ashley survived, does it actually have to make a difference in Mass Effect 3? I saved Ashley because, you know, we were getting to know each other or whatever. You know, (laughs) she was my girlfriend. Caden was not my boyfriend. So, you know, I cared more about (laughs) Ashley. So I saved her. So what happened after saving her? You know, we got together. Now, does some of those, you know, I remember as I was playing, you know, I was to the part where it was like, you know, what about us, this or that? And he's like, oh, I still like you or, you know, whatever he wants to say. Okay, well, that makes sense because she's still alive. But what we're talking about is more toward the relationship, not that Caden passed away. You know, oh. and what does Caden passing away in the first episode, in the first game actually have to do in in the third one? You know what I mean? It's like those type of decisions. I don't understand. Like a decision to me is like, hey, I saved that. Uh, I saved the queen of um, what's her name? Rachni well, queen. Yeah, the Rachni queen. I in the second game, it, it, but she Ron, somebody he, came. Somebody came up. Somebody came up and talked to me. But I haven't seen anything about me saving her. Like what? What's helped me from saving her or stuff well, like that? But the point. Okay. You just, we just probably need to stop because okay. <laughs> you're not going to get it until you, until play I it. see it. Okay. When you play yeah. the game and you get to the ending, you're going to be like, oh, I see what they're saying. Okay. You may still like it. I, I didn't hate it. All right. Okay. And when we had our spoiler show, it's kind of like, 
Well, I, I, you know, because mine ended kind of the way I expected it, but when it ended, the whole ending, I'm sitting there scratching my head like I really had no idea what was going on. I was really left in, I didn't know what to do. I was kind of walking around and I'm like, okay, I got a decision, but I have no idea what it is I'm doing. I took a guess. I, it ended the way I figured my whole game, my series was going to end. But then from that point on, like the wrap up made no sense to me at all. And it's, and that's, you know, and then, and again, so it wasn't like the decisions for me was an issue for the majority of the community. They were ticked off because everything you do has no effect. But I guess Bioware saying, well, it got you to that point. But when you when you play through and see what they did to the ending, I think you'll understand. Right. And I, I so, just I, I just find it weird that you know this uproar, or whatever it was like, it's making this development studio go back and add additional stuff. Now, if they, I don't know how their universe is. You know how well you know, like you take the Halo universe, it's very it's flushed out, and they have people that to protect that universe. Now, who's not to say that they don't have the answers for some of the stuff and people complaining about it, what what's the saying that somebody just didn't write on a napkin? How about we just do this? You know, and they're like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. That that'll shut them up. You know what I mean? And so what this extended cut that you're going to see is just people making up stuff, hopefully to satisfy, you know, most of the people. You know what I mean? It just seems kind of weird. It's like it wasn't there in the first place. So what makes you think it's just not going to be you? Even you've you've got to play through it. Okay. seriously, it's um, do you the only way I can really kind of to say it. And, and this, of course, has nothing to do with the ending of the game, but this is the only way I can kind of compare to something that I absolutely hate. Say you watched the Lord of the Rings movies, all three uh-huh. of them. Sure. Okay. What is that? That's like nine and a half or ten hours. Yes. Okay. What if at the end of the very last one, in the last 30 seconds, somebody woke up from a dream and the <laughs> whole thing was a dream? Okay. Does that piss you off? Uh, no. It, 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 Do you I see mean, where I'm getting at? Or or the or the movie ends, or Lord of the Rings ends. I, I, say Lord of the Rings ends thirty minutes sooner. Okay. Where you know, I mean, in the very last movie, it's what three and a half hours long. Well, the movie really ended at three hours, and then there's thirty minutes of let's wrap everything up and make everybody happy. They took the they took the thirty minutes off the off the last Lord of the Rings because they didn't want to extend it into the theaters, and then they never really wrapped it up. They just kind of faded to black in the middle of the battle, and you're kind of like, well, what happened? And they left it up for you to decide, right? Even though you you've invested all that time, that's kind of that's kind of what happened. It's not an exact analogy. It's it's and what I'm saying is not you can't take that and correlate it directly to the game. I'm trying to say that in my movie analogy, it's more of like they did all this work because when I go to a movie, I want them to tell me a story. Right. Don't make me spend $50 on tickets and popcorn to to spend two hours of my time in a theater for me to have to walk out going, well, how did it end? 
you know, that that makes me mad. It's like, well, they just chomped out. They didn't all of a sudden they didn't know how to wrap it up or, you know, you're in a great story. You're invested. And then it's blown in the last 30 seconds because, oh, somebody woke up from a dream. So, oh, it was just a dream or, well, we fade to black and we let them decide how it ended. No, 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 no. Don't make me decide. You know, you did all this time. I gave you my money. Give me a full story. And, And that's that's the only way I can kind of think to say that this is what's going on in this and you won't understand it until you finish it. And you may completely still disagree with everybody, but you'll, I think at that point you'll at least understand. Right. Because I'm I'm not with the, I'm not with them. I mean, I I was like, huh? And I think that I do think the ending really kind of stunk. Right. And, 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 but I get everybody else's point. Mine was my kind of dis, my upsetness or my dissatisfaction was, really not related to what the internet community is all in an uproar about. Right. But I get their point. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's like, what, what was that movie um, with Leonardo DiCaprio where it was like a dream sequence? Uh, Inception. Inception. You know, like how that movie ends. That you was a great movie though. <laughs> well, well, yeah, but he spins the top, right? And then it's like, you see it, it's like that split second, you see it waver, but like, did it fall over? Or did it kick back? You know, did it stay up? You know what I mean? It leaves you right in that instance. Well, let's, you know, and, and this is kind of this thing of, I still have to play it to find out, you know, like I still may be talking way off the wall here, but it's like that split second there is saying, you better rewrite the entire ending and tell me if that thing falls or not. Or else the entire movie that I enjoyed, I'm not going to enjoy anymore. You know what I mean? That's that's the that's my fear that I'm getting out of the people out of the internet was like, you know what? I don't like your game just because I didn't like your ending. And it's like, what you you enjoyed the game? Like everybody loved the game. Everybody loved you know the people that play us, the diehard people. They have to love that series. Some of these people played this game eight, nine, ten times. Exactly, and that's the thing. That's the problem. They've invested so much, and they felt that the ending was a cop-out. They felt like, oh, someone just woke up. It was all a dream. It doesn't matter. Everything you did in those 100, 200 hours, it didn't matter. It was irrelevant. That's what caused the problem. Gotcha. They, the top, did the, did the top stay spin? Did it fall? What happened? Good question. Yeah. <laughs> and when yeah. you when you have a franchise this big and you make billions and you want to and you know they're going to make more Mass Effect games, okay? Whether it's different characters or they're going to go they're going to make more, you can't have you you can't you can't end on this note. You have to do something. It, it's you know, you've invested a lot more time and money than people do at a movie theater. Mm. It, it, so it's, you know, it's it's different. It is different, and I can see where they're coming from. So, but we'll, I'll, know more. Kind of, I'll know more. I'll know more when I play it. Yeah, I'll know. I'll know a lot more. And, and it's going to take you longer now since you started over. But <laughs> that's that's okay. I want to like. I was very frustrated when I found out that another mission failed because you know I was doing side missions because. I wouldn't move forward like I know now not to move forward on on a main quest, you know, without going and doing my side missions now. It's like I have to stop and slow down. That, How do you my... even know where the side missions are? See, that was another thing. This that, that's that's my problem. <laughs> yeah, like, well, you can see it on the galaxy map. Um, 
the the missions on the galaxy map that have a name over it are like actually bubbles. like primary missions. Yeah. Yeah, the the, the pop-ups. You have like gal- you have like star systems that that are like flashing. Those have uh, secondary missions in them somewhere. Yeah. So. So basically, do everything that's flashing before you go to the name tags or the pop-ups. Yeah. I've found that out. So that's the thing I'm paying more attention to. So it's I'm gonna go that way. So, but that's that's all. So that's coming out in the summer. Sorry for making everybody mad. Don't don't chew me out yet until I play it because then I, I really don't think I want to be on the side of the internet because I know this is a game and I'm just kind of like, you know, this isn't my IP. It's not my story. I didn't write it, so I don't think I should be able to tell the people who made it and created it what they should or should not do. And even if they even if it is a crappy ending and I feel kind of betrayed by them. I still don't feel like I'm entitled to tell them, well, you need to do it. You, I need this. Like, you know, I need this last 30 minutes of this movie or else or else what? You know, and he's like, I don't care if, if you want if I don't care if you wanted to leave me on a, you know, hanging by the edge of my seat. I didn't want to. So you need to fix it. <laughs> that's that's the part that bugs me. But I you never know. I have, we'll find out when I get there. So. All right. All right, let's move on. <laughs> yep. Another long game that you could play or sink a lot of time into is Skyrim. So have you played Skyrim, Wing? Nope. Uh, Soul? Uh, played it a bit on the PC, yeah. Okay. Uh, I actually have Skyrim, um, believe it or not. Um, IGN, and and I hope, uh, I hope IGN actually keeps doing this but they have an igm skyrim app which is a it's basically a companion app so it offers up custom-made interactive maps hundreds of skyrim videos full game walkthroughs wiki guides um pretty much tons of stuff you know this place is huge so um it, it's for free too i mean you just go out and download it for your ipad and and go from there like i i like wikis and stuff like that definitely in in, um i use them in mass effect one um when i was trying to catch up and i I don't i don't really consider it cheating um i was doing it and it was actually i was enjoying the game so a little help here not to get frustrated with something i was looking for um but I don't believe like in complete walkthroughs because then it's just like, well, you know, play the game a little bit, have some fun. Um, but for people that want to have some maps and additional stuff and, you know, easy to use, go out there and, uh, and download it. So I, I think if you just look up, I'm going to look up the name of it here. It's just called IGN guide for Skyrim interactive maps and game strategy guide. So looks pretty cool. I like the thing that um, when Dead Island came out, um, whatever the developer for that was, um, Deep Silver, I think they're called. Techland. They brought out our Techland. Yeah, Deep yeah. Silver is a publisher. Oh yeah, well, they brought out um, like an official app for uh, their game as well, with like all the collectibles and stuff on it, hmm. and that was pretty cool too. Yeah. I hope we see that more in the future, where people like bring out strategy guides or something on in app form on the iPhone. It'd be nice to see. 
Yeah, like Call of Duty has their thing, and um, we'll talk about Ghost Recon here in a little bit. Um, Battlefield, which has it displayed on Battle Log, still has not released theirs, <laughs> which is complete. I've I've tweeted them because they answer their tweets all, a lot. I tweet them like, hey, any update on this? They're like, just follow our Twitter and we'll be updating soon. I'm like, that doesn't answer my question. It's like either you're going to have it or you're not. You know, let us know because to, to me, you know, some people might be on the downward slope of playing Battlefield until a major DLC comes out. You're not saying that EA <laughs> overpromised and underdelivered, are you? Or that Dice Either. did? Yeah, I the, this I would actually mm-hmm. fall on Dice on this one, but I don't know. I mean, maybe it's because they offered all the services for free and they're not banking any money, so they're not going to put any more into development. But it's just kind of like one of those things, like, hey, you have it on the front page of your site, and you've never taken it off, so obviously it's coming. Um, but they just won't say when. But, but yeah, well, it would I, cost I like, them money to remove it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like I like the addition of apps and and stuff like that. So, but yeah, Skyrim's iPad app. What's next? How about Rock Band? A new Rock Band game. Uh, I just sold my other one. I just sold Rock Band too. Oh, you shouldn't have, because you're gonna miss out. No. I won't. <laughs> Rock Band Blitz, baby. Rock Band Blitz is a new game from Harmonix, and this is coming to Xbox Live Arcade. Huh. This this is weird. I've seen trailers, and I posted a trailer for this in our forums um, since Bron ruined our website. Um, I had to post it in the forums. I'm just kidding, uh, Bron. <laughs> I got to take a jab at you. You didn't ruin anything. Hey, but, everybody. Posts and stories are coming back. I think we I think we all want them back. So Soul said he's going to do all of them. Yep. Sweet. 24/7. 24/7. So we're going to start charging 9.99 per episode too. <laughs> Just so we can pay Soul. Yeah. No, well the the Dutch version will be free, the English version is 9.99. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um but anyways, Rock Band Blitz is the new game, and it's going to be an arcade title. And I, I, if you check out the video, I really don't get it. I don't understand what this thing does, but it's a. You don't use the peripherals that come with or with Rock Band. It's a controller-based game, and I guess you just bounce back and forth, and you, you button mash on the controller to play the instruments or something. I don't know. The game's going to launch with 25 tracks. But it supposedly can access your Rock Band library on your console and play all the DLC you've downloaded. We'll be able to play in the Rock Band Blitz game. So essentially you could have 3,500 tracks to import into this game. So, um, And supposedly the 25 songs that are bundled with Blitz are playable in Rock Band 3. So there's going to be some, some of that. But I, I don't know if you guys have seen this trailer. I just don't get it. I don't understand what this game's all about. It looks like you can just flip back and forth between like what which one you're playing. So it's like you can play anything that you want to play. Like, oh, you want to do guitar for a little bit? Oh, you want to play drums for a little bit? You just flip through the tracks and go from there. But but I'm not sure what you do. I can see it moving. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do? Just mash your controller face buttons? I mean, it's not like you're really playing a guitar. I it's, don't know. And I've heard that it's been... 
you know, they've, in fact, there's been stories saying, well, it's not frequency or amplitude redone, which is an older game that they were very well known for doing, but I still don't, still don't really know what this is. It's just, I don't think I'm really going to get it until the game comes out and I have to download the trial to figure it out. All right. I don't know. Kind of just, kind of just looks like it's rock band with a controller. And you can switch your instrument on the fly. Yeah. But it does seem kind of weird. Yeah. Can you still use your your stuff with it? Your rock band two um, instruments I, or three instruments? I don't think so. If you want I don't to, controller, I believe. There's no no option at no option at all. I don't believe there is. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a ball bouncing around on it and stuff. Ah, it'll be interesting. At yeah, at one point it looked I mean, like a can... like a pinball, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess I, we like, can do like a that? demo. Yeah, maybe I'll have to uh, when it's released. Maybe I'll actually have to break out the turn on the other Xbox and do a video review. I haven't done one of those in a long time. <laughs> so, but if it interests you, then that's coming. We'll let you know more when it actually releases. So, but they're showing it off at. PAX East, so yay. Yeah. Um, if you're interested in pinball and you're a big fan and been playing a lot of Pinball FX2 like I have, there is a new pinball game out on XBLA that came out this past week. It's for 800 Microsoft points, and this one actually is it's only four tables, which I thought was kind of steep in price, but they're real tables, so these are based on real real pinball machines that uh, existed from uh, Williams, Bally, uh, Stem, and Gottlieb. Those are some pretty famous pinball game, uh, companies. Uh, so the four, the four tables you get are Tales of the Arabian Nights, Ripley's Believe It or Not, Theater of Magic, and Black Hole. And then they're going to, over the next few years, which I, th- I find it funny how the article says over the next few years, downloadable classics like Monster Bash, Medieval Madness, Creature from Black Lagoon, Funhouse, Attack from Mars, Black Knight, Space Shuttle, Pinbot, blah, 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 blah. It's like over the next few years. So I guess they're going to keep adding DLC. But if it's going to cost 250 well, I guess it's still only 250 a table, which is probably on par for what... Uh, Pinball FX2 does, but they're not bad. I bought the game. I've enjoyed playing it, but I do I do think Pinball FX2 is a much better title. Uh, the, 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 the graphics look sharper. I think the tables are better. But if you like pinball games related that are real pinball tables you've played, then this is the one you're probably going to want to check out. So you get a free trial if you want, so... Um, next, I guess it's me again for the next few stories, but, uh, Ghost Recon Future Soldier Beta is finally starting this month. Yay! Finally! (laughs) Until it gets delayed. It's going to say it'll get delayed. (laughs) (laughs) I think at this point, it's really not going to be. I would say it's, we're pretty much so close to it now. Um, the beta is supposed to be out on April 19th through May 3rd. And you can play the beta supposedly only if you have, if you still have Splinter Cell Conviction, you can pop that, dust that off and put that disc in your tray. 
Um, because that's the reason you bought it two years ago was for the feature, <laughs> was for this beta two years later. Oh, um, plus it's plus it's a good game. It would would it, somebody it turn out to be a good game? I mean, I bought yeah. it for this beta. That's that's uh, that's the funny part. Like I didn't buy um, Crackdown for the Halo beta. I bought Crackdown for Crackdown. This yeah. game. Kyle kind of talked me into getting it, and I and I mainly bought it because I wanted the Ghost Recon Future Soldier access. So who who was it, who was it in our forums that said, "Oh, I need to bust out that disc and hopefully it didn't decompose." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forget um, who said that. Um, I got that thread up. That's Elite Scion. Oh, yeah, that was pretty funny. So, but um, anyways, April nineteenth through May third. They'll allow up to 12 simultaneous players to be able to play as a rifleman, an engineer, or a scout in two different modes. The first is conflict mode, which consists of a 15-minute round in which players battle to compete objectives. I'm sorry, complete objectives spread out across the map. Each completed objective earns the team points, and the team with the most points wins. Saboteur mode... Meanwhile, lasts only 10 minutes and has players fighting to find a bomb in a centralized location. The first team to successfully retrieve the bomb and detonate it in the, en- in the enemy's base wins. Saboteur will become available on April 26th. Both modes will be playable on two different mats- maps, one called Pipeline and one called Mill. Um, so you will need to... So players who have Splinter Cell Conviction can access it through the game. Alternately, Xbox 360 owners who pre-ordered Ghost Recon Future Soldier from GameStop will receive an Xbox 360 beta key as a bonus. So, that's the only two ways to get it. So, if you don't have Splinter Cell and you didn't pre-order from GameStop, um, then you won't be able to play in the beta. So, well, I read they, they were going to give out a couple of codes to the public, uh, probably through their Twitter or something like that. Yeah, probably. So if you're if you're very lucky, you <laughs> might grab one of those. No, and if if anybody ends up with one that they don't want, or they get they end up getting a freebie or extra, if you want to send it our way, we'll actually release it on the show or through our Twitter. Um, give a chance to some of the community, so uh, we'll offer that. Um, so yeah, look at look for that. Um, also, Bron mentioned um, about apps for games and it was just announced today that and i posted up a a video of it today on our forums again in the forums um (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) i love you brun um where did i put oh ghost recon network is gonna be free it's gonna be available and you still have to go to game trailers for some reason their videos don't work anymore it's like they're forcing you to go to their site now and watch their commercials. But um, <laughs> so I guess I'm going to stop posting videos in the forums. But you can check out it's, – it's, it looks to me like it's Call of Duty Elite. Only, you know, they're very much the same thing. You can track all your stats, check out heat maps. But what's cool is you can use this on your iPhone, on your iPad, on your computer. You can go in and like play around with the gunsmith mode. So you could be commuting on the train or something on your iPad and changing configuration of your guns. And then when you play on your console, those guns will be available in your game, the changes and stuff that you made. So I think that's really kind of cool. Um, and it's it's going to be free. So the Ghost Recon Network is free. So that'll be kind of cool to check out. So 
And I would say since Call of Duty Battlefield has done that, um, we're going to start to probably see that type of integration now come standard. Um, we're just starting to see this. I think you're going to see that more and more with these titles. So that that's kind of cool because it just gives you access to your game outside of the game, if you will. So. Yeah, um, that'll be that'll be cool. Yep. Um, next thing is Gears of War Exile. Do you guys remember hearing about that? A long time I, ago. Yeah, I was going to say, a long time I was looking at it, I was like, I don't recall exactly what this was. Was it supposed to be like a Kinect game for with Gears of War? I don't know. There were like about a bunch of rumors flying around. Um, I think it was like a, a leaked title screen or something, or a leaked screenshot from a trailer that was supposed to be announced at the VGAs a long time ago. Right. Back in January of 2011, yeah. the trademark for Gears of War Exile surfaced. And Epic Games director Cliff Bozinski has revealed the studio was working on a project named that, but that it has since been canned. And here is his quote. Let's just bury the hatchet now, he told GameSpot here at PAX East. Gears of War Exile was an unannounced game that I can't give any details about that has since been canceled. Outside of existing existence of the trademark, there really isn't any other information. So some people speculated, like you said, Sol, that it was a Kinect title. Um, but we don't know. All we know is it's dead. It's It's been exiled <laughs> itself. So... Um, <laughs> It will not be something that I guess we're going to get. You're not going to be able to change how people hear Connect. That's probably because, you know what? It wouldn't be funny <laughs> if they had the game almost done and, and it was like Gears of War with your avatar chains on people. And then Microsoft said, oh, you can't have uh, your avatars <laughs> weapons and stuff. So they had to like scrap the whole game because Microsoft <laughs> and their PC avatar, you know, we got to be politically correct and have nice fun-loving avatars that are gentle and peaceful and kind. <laughs> I guess that wouldn't be that funny. Oh, well. Probably wouldn't be a very good game. Yeah. That's what I was kind of thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine an on-rails um, Gears of War game. I don't think that'd be really fun. Yeah, it'd be like just as bad as like a Connect on Rails like Fable or something like that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh wait, that's coming out in <laughs> Yeah, bro. Or the Star Wars game that came out. Yeah, yeah, that's not gotten very good reviews either. No. Did Bron, your big IGN fan, did you watch mm -hmm. the? Oh no, that was Giant Bomb that did it. You should go to Giant Bomb and they do their when they do their like videos. You like see them. Yeah, yeah their quick look. Yeah, they're like. The guys themselves that are doing the reviews, you see them in the video. And they're like, it almost reminds me of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Because <laughs> they're like down in the corner. But when they did this video of this video review of the Kinect Star Wars game, you see them playing it and talking. You see them actually doing the jumps in the in the bottom right corner um, overlaid onto the game. And it's it was funny, man. I was cracking up. They They really didn't like the game. <laughs> <laughs> but you should check nice. out that video it was pretty hysterical alright um, but my last big story here and I you know I'm just going to say this I don't know how I feel about this I'm really kind of torn on this story and I'm curious to see what you guys think 
Um, New York State has just banned 3,580 online gamers. The reason why? They're all sex offenders. Mm. Um, now, this happened on April 5th. So this was just a couple days ago. But all these registered offenders in uh, in the state of New York are no longer no longer able to log on to online gaming platforms uh thanks to joint operation between New York State and some of the world's biggest video game companies uh in a statement issued the other day it was revealed that New York Attorney General's office has been working with Microsoft, Sony, Apple and other video game companies to ban registered offenders off of those entity networks platforms uh New York law requires that convicted offenders surrender all email blah 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 okay i don't need to go into all this and stuff but i'm just curious because i'm really kind of torn okay as a parent i'm like overjoyed by this i think it's great because there's too much garbage that happens on these on the internet connected games and stuff on, on the online world. There's just too much stuff out there. And, and it's it, in a way I'm like, I'm really glad on the other hand, it's like, I really don't see how this should even be legal for them to do. Um, you know, it, it's, 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 I don't know. It's really hard for me because it's hard for me to defend an offender Okay, who who is a convicted offender and has done something horrible like that. But it's one of those to me, it kind of crosses the line of if I want to live in a free country, as much as I'm against burning of the U.S. flag. I have to allow someone the right to do that. Otherwise, it's not truly a free country. Okay, and I mean, there's and there's limits. I can't you can't kill somebody, you know, I mean, right. But. Someone has the right to do that. So, I mean, and it's just kind of, it's not an apples to apples comparison there, but I have a really hard time thinking that this is necessarily a great thing. Yet, on the other hand, it is. So I'm curious what you guys think of of this, because one state doing it, I can see it being expanded. Yeah, so here here's there's a couple of things in in my mind and and let let's just say that I know somebody that um you know ha- has to be or, or has registered as a sex sex offender and and what they did or whatever is is kind of besides the point but you know we've seen in in multiple occasions where a teacher will fall in love with a student or a student will love a teacher or, or something like that and that's not for say what happened here but you know you, you know let's say that teacher and that student once she becomes of age or whatever they get married so but before that happened the parents actually took the teacher to court and now the person's a registered sex offender, so this person wouldn't be able to play on Xbox, even because he actually fell in love with his wife before their parents said it was okay. You know what I mean? So you have things like that, and then you have like serious, like okay, this person, kid, you know, or you know, was stalking children at a park or something like that. 
you know, they go to court, they get convicted, they go to prison, um, they serve their time, which is deemed by law or however much they have to do. And they have to, and they do have to register, which I agree with all, you know, you go to prison, you pay for what you've done. Um, you should register. So that way, if you ever attempt to do it again, or, or there's kind of a warning. And, and the thing is, is I get notifications here about people that move around in my neighborhood for registered sex offenders. And, and that's that. Um, but like you said, it's like, really, is it, is it even legal to actually do that? It's like, you know, why can't they play games now if they get caught stalking children through Xbox Live and that's what they get get convicted for, then, oh, yeah, they shouldn't be allowed back on, you know, Xbox Live or something like that. You know what I mean? Um, but it's kind of like completely discriminating. I don't want to say discriminating because <laughs> I'm in the same boat you are, Wing. It's hard, it's hard to defend somebody that <laughs> has done something, could have done something very seriously wrong. But you know, in in the state of Ohio, you could get caught using the restroom outside, like next to a park. Say you're you went out and you drank with your friends and and were feeling under the weather or whatnot, and you peed in a park and got arrested for it. You have to register as a sex offender in the state of Ohio. Oh wow! <laughs> so so in that case, if Ohio had the same thing as New York, you wouldn't be able to play on Xbox Live because you peed in a park. <laughs> So Man, nobody mean, here would be able to play on Xbox Live anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> nice. So I know we have different levels. You know, obviously we have levels. There's a serious level, and that would be like the low end level. Um, but you still have to register, no matter what level you are. You have to register online as a sex offender, and and all that stuff. But um, it's it's interesting. I'm wondering if people will go and take that and sue or you know, or whatever they would have to do to get that overturned or submitted to see if it's against the Constitution and all that stuff, but I don't or know. they just take a look at a, at the people's personal case? Like, if it if it was a very heavy sentence or it was somebody who was actually, like, really terrible, I could see them... I mean, like, if, if it is a person who tried through Xbox Live stock children or stuff like that um yeah you know ban them from xbox live make sure they don't get that chance anymore but you know if it's somebody like brun said who just peed in a park somewhere why take away their rights to that entertainment media right yeah it's tough. Uh, i think it just be it, it should just be based on what that person has done in the past that has made him a sex offender. And based on that, like look at it from case to case. Don't look, don't judge all those people as the terrible people that have done something so terrible that a whole media is not allowed to them anymore. Yeah. Well, my thing is like, you know, usually for the really terrible ones, shouldn't they still be in jail? <laughs> yeah. So, sure. You know, but I and I and understand them trying to protect protect the youth and and children and stuff like that. But you know, and I I think that still boils down to like parenting. 
in in my book at a point in time, you know, my kids know not to do this or do that. And I protect their accounts and don't allow this to be seen. And, you know, they give all these parental controls to us. Um, and they know if anybody would say something or want to meet them somewhere that they are not to do that in order to get, you know, let me know. And they know all these stuff to help be safe. Um, but, but that's like to protect, I guess, against people that maybe haven't been caught, you know, and, and, and these are the people that have been caught. So I don't know. It's, it's a tricky, it's a tricky thing. Definitely as being a parent, because I know if, you know, somebody like a sex offender or whatever would try to, you know, talk to my daughter or, you know, or, do, you know, do anything that would be harm to harm my daughter. You know, somebody's going to, to prison for murder. <laughs> yeah. And, and so they, like, he's not going to, that person's not going to have a chance to play Xbox anymore. <laughs> right. Um, you know, just, just to put it plain and simple as a, as a father protecting their children, the lengths of how far you'd go. And I think all parents or all fathers and, and stuff would understand where I'm coming from. Cause you you will protect your children with your life, um, but this one is is tricky and de- and definitely when you know somebody that's been registered has to register for something as simple as peeing in a park. <laughs> so um, it's it's definitely interesting. Yeah, it, it's it's I'm glad to know that you know these online you know we, we've got to take steps to protect people and stuff, but. It almost seems like to just, I don't know, it just, it almost seems like a trampling of rights in one way. And it's really just so hard to, you know, do they have a right or not? I, you know, part of me says no, part of me says yes, you know, it's, um, but, you know, (laughs) I don't know. It's just, it really struck me when I saw that story. I was like, what? You know, and then it was just like, I got to thinking about it and I really, I still don't know how I feel about it. So and and definitely definitely here when you're supposed to pay your time through the corrections facility, you know, corrections and stuff like you go to prison for your crimes, you serve your time there by probation or house arrest and stuff like that. And supposedly when you serve your sentence, you're supposed to be done with your sentence. Right. It's almost like they're continually being punished and maybe not everybody. It's not always so cut and dried. Some people might be. You know, this is a weird thing, though, because of the nature of the crime. Right. So it's a little different. But, you know, to me, I just feel like people are, you know, I don't know. It's I don't know. And I guess we'll we'll I think we'll see this more and more. Right. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. So but I did notice that um, uh, Soul Assassin liked the story. (laughs) Did I? <laughs> yeah, it says it says that you liked it <laughs> through Facebook. <laughs> I can see it on the main Kotaku story page. Oh no, it says that I like Kotaku. That's what it is. Oh okay. It's not the individual story; it's actually the whole of Kotaku. Oh, I always I see like, that all the I time. Did I press a button? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh. I always thought that meant that this person on your Facebook friends list uh, liked the story. <laughs> Because I see that all the time. Okay. Okay, it just means you're a fan of Kotaku. That's a good topic. Curious on how other people how other people feel, 
you know, about about this. You know, maybe people who aren't parents, you know, how how do you feel if you you know that you're not a parent or, or a couple other parents, you know, what you guys think. So that is an interesting topic. All right, that's it for me. <laughs> Something else that's very interesting is what was said at the PAX East um, panel of um, Borderlands, well, more Gearbox, actually. Um, the Gearbox software president, Randy Pitchford, was talking about a um, possible fifth playable class in Borderlands 2. It would be called the Macromancer, uh, a young cyborg girl that can control mechanized units, including the um, Death Trap. Um, it's supposed to be a new idea that they just came up with um, that is still in development. Um, and they're thinking of uh, releasing it free to everyone as post-launch DLC. Uh, about two months after the game's release in September. Hmm. Cool. That's and from cool. the sounds of it, they are pretty sure that this is going to actually happen. That'll be neat. It's funny they called it Necromancer because you think of like Necromancer. Yeah. <laughs> what's um, what's uh, what's that movie? I with don't Vin, know. With Vin Vin Diesel, um. Oh my gosh. Triple X? No. Fast and Furious? They make a game. They made a game after it. Wheelman? No. <laughs> Chronicles of Riddick? <laughs> yes, Chronicles of Riddick. Thank you. Uh, going down a... every game, I, every movie I can think of <laughs> that he was in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was like the one where there's people on there called Necromancers. It's like that one religion or whatever. I think. Or maybe that's what he is. I can't remember. Okay. That sounds cool, though. That's going to be... I, um, I can't wait for that game. Yeah, there were also some details given about the new character customization um, that will feature a color and decal editing system. Um, unique and weapon manufacturer-specific skins are rare. Um, there are collectible decorative heads that players can apply to their class of choice. And players of the original Borderlands will receive a unique head and skin for each class as a bonus. Sweet. I can't wait. There's also, uh, there's also, they also, 2K also had a stream of uh, PAX East. And I think it was yesterday, which is Saturday for us. Um, from 1 till 4 p.m., they were streaming Borderlands 2, and I watched a bit of it. That was, looked really good. I'm, looking, so I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm looking at the concept art for the Mechromancer. She looks pretty tough. Pretty cool. I thought another cool story came out of PAX this week was that did you guys realize that the original Borderlands, that game was not even built with DLC in mind? Huh. And when they built their DLC packs... Each one of those was made in only eight weeks. Wow. <laughs> and it's like, you know what? That was some of the best DLC. The long, I mean, and it was, a lot of it was pretty big. And 
you know, there was some repetition in it, but it was some of the funnest DLC I've ever had in any game. And they pumped those out in eight weeks each. So That's... now that they've gotten, that was the first game that um, Gearbox ever did a DLC for. They had never done that prior to, to Borderlands. So mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to see what they do with this now that they're, they got it under their belt and they know what they're doing. And, and planning be, for it. And planning for it, exactly. So this should be pretty sweet. Cool. I'm actually trying to see here if, um, if you go to the twitch.tv, their, their stream of uh, 2K, I'm wondering if you can actually view the um, the past days. But I think uh, people, if if people want to see the uh, gameplay of Borderlands 2, uh, you might want to check out uh, Twitch.tv forward slash 2K, and then in the videos, I think there's one of the videos is five hours and thirty minutes long, and I think there's some Borderlands gameplay in there somewhere. Um, Along with some XCOM, Enemy Unknown, uh, and Civilization V DLC, uh, and Spec Ops The Line. So if you want to see any of those games, go over to that uh, URL and uh, go take a look. It looked interesting from what I saw. Sweet. All right. Well... I think that's that, unless you guys have anything else. I'm good. All right. I did, uh, Christoph was, I mentioned last week, Christoph was the winner of the poster, and he said that uh, the poster definitely does not look like me. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys saying you didn't know that the poster could have been a picture of me. So he said definitely doesn't look like me. That's good. Then it's a good poster, right? Yep, exactly. (laughs) Uh, we don't have any in the forums, but we got a couple Google Voice phone calls. That we did. And the first one is Scotty doesn't know. So take it away. Guys, this is Scotty doesn't know. Uh, I just joined up recently, and uh, I was wondering, what's the biggest or the worst thing that's happened to you with uh, changing your gamer tag? I just changed mine. I used to be Satorius. Now I changed it to Scotty Doesn't Know just today. Didn't do a lot of research onto it, so I'm a bit worried that, I don't know, some people might freak out or anything like that. But I was just wondering what's the biggest thing that's happened to you guys. Thanks for having me. See you around. Bye. Thanks for the voicemail. We appreciate it. Um, I don't think any of us here have actually changed our gamer tags, have we? I haven't. No, I haven't. Wing. No, I haven't. But one of the things I think one of the drawbacks of someone changing their gamer tag was it, 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 it just happened to me today. <laughs> no, is that uh-huh. to your friends? And depending on how big someone's friends list is, like you know, mine's pretty large because we get people that from the community want to add us to our friends list, and there's a lot of people that I don't ever play with. They're just you know, people wanted to add us from the show. And today I had someone send me an invite to play a game. And I'm like, who is this person? You know, I'm like, it's just one of these people. I'm like, oh, great. It's just one of these listeners. I I don't know who they are. Just, you know, 
And and the thing is, is I and I was like, well, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. I'm gonna go ahead and join them because they're playing Syndicate. And huh. and it, and the person's name was uh, like Beaten Gayu, something like that. I don't know how to pronounce it. So we get in, and I jump in, and I'm playing, and and right away I'm like, man, this voice is familiar. And finally, I just said something. I said, okay, I gotta, I, I said, this may sound stupid, but why do I know your name? And he's like, oh, because I'm connectable. <laughs> and I'm like, that's who you are, because he changed his gamer tag. <laughs> and I'm like, that's it. I'm like, I, I said, it was driving me nuts. I told him, I said, dude, honestly, I almost didn't join the game. I said, if you'd picked any other game, I probably would have ignored the game invite. Cause it was like, I don't know who this person is, you know? And I really was not, you know, just not in the mood for just like, you know, Hey, how you doing? I'm long time listener. First time caller. You know, sometimes it's just like, I'm just not in the mood to just sit and rap with someone new, you know? Yeah. And it turns out I ended up, <laughs> With someone I played with a lot. I just did. They changed their gamer tag, and I didn't, you know. And I'm sure they sent. He sent out a message, probably, but I don't remember it. And so I was like, you know. And then I, of course, I was all happy to be playing. You know, it was like it was someone I did know. Um, so that's kind of one of the drawbacks, I think, from that. And I, I've seen um, Gabbers does it. He did oh, yeah, it, Chris. And, and I keep thinking, for some reason, I keep thinking he's Kristoff. Um, well, see, Dark Dark Kristoff went to Kristoff, and that one was easy to right, know. Right, right. But when Gavers changed her, his to L- Lieutenant Commander Shepard, he sent out a message that says, hey, this is my new gamer tag. But the thing is, is he didn't put in there, hey, this is Gavers. <laughs> right. And, yeah. You know, Big Gavers, you know, I am now Lieutenant Commander Shepard. I just kind of guessed that's that's who it was, and actually went and looked at his icon. Then I knew who it was. But yeah, you have to send out that to all friends. Like, here's my new gamer tag. But what's weird? It's like for some reason, it's almost like I get to know him by that name. I still, when I'm like, every time I see Lieutenant Commander Shepard, I got to sit nice. there and I'm go, who is that? And I'm like, oh, that's right, it's Gabbers. Yeah. You know, even though that's not his real name. You know, it's not, I don't go there and go, oh, it's Adam. It's, um, who is that? It's, um, oh yeah, it's Gabber. It's like, to me, you get, you get in this online world and everybody's gamer tag is their persona. So when they change that, it's, for me, I just have a really hard time. Like, okay, you are really, and I think I'll keep that going, you know, like beaten guy who is connectable to me, you know, and I will probably call him connectable in the game. And, and, um, <laughs> And then Gabbers, I keep calling him Gabbers. I don't call him Commander Shepard, you know? And it, it, it's just, and it's not because he changed his name to like a game character's name. It's just that's, I mean, what if I change mine to, you know, I don't know, anything else? People still think of me as like Wingman, you know? <laughs> or Wing. Well, we, we always have, uh, you know, we always have a thing like when we're not on the show or whatever, you know, I'll be like, hey, Rob. You know, such and such and such, or I'll talk to Kyle or Rob, but then I always call Wing Wing. I I've, I don't call him Mark. Like if I'm calling people by their first name, I'll be like, "Yeah, it was Rob, Kyle, and Wing." Yeah. <laughs> and I, well, I do the same thing. The Soul Assassin is like I'll call him Soul before I call him Esmond. Right. It's just 
it's just what I what I do. But like for Rob, I call him Rob. I don't call him Presar. I don't call Kyle Moronic Cow. Um, I think it's maybe just because those are easy to, easier to say than their gamer tags. And since Wing is just as easy as Mark, it's just Wing. You know, it's just, I always do that. And everybody calls you know you call me Brun, and you don't call me BJ Swick thirty three. Most people online call me BJ. So it is. I think it, it really depends on the uh, how easy the gamer tag is or the name to say. Yeah. Because I still have somebody on my friends list that I play with regularly who had, like, a couple of years ago, his gamer tag was Hunter. And now I think currently it's the LOL squad. And when we're in a game, I never call him, like, I'm never going to pronounce that full name, like the LOL squad. It's just way too long to say. So we always call him Hunter. Like, he never gets called by his actual gamer tag. <laughs> That's funny. The one, the one thing I will say, the worst thing about changing a gamer tag is the uh, 800 Microsoft points that you have to give up. <laughs> um, they had a promotion uh, on gamer tag like a couple weeks ago or a week ago. Yeah, it wasn't. It was. It wasn't too long ago. It was like it was cheaper to change your gamer tag. Yeah, I, I just don't understand it because all it is is a database change. When yeah. I'm in the computer world, it's it's just simple um i'd be worried about how it would affect like your ea online persona because that whole (laughs) system ea system just so messed up and i would hate now that your gamer tags and stuff are tied into those other systems that microsoft can't control i would think that i would be worried that like your stats and all your stuff like that would get kind of screwed up yeah well see like the one thing that I have done is I've changed my Windows Live ID that's attached that my gamer card or my gamer tag is attached to. And you can do that through your Xbox. That's uh, really easy to do to change that. Um, and it has changed everywhere. It's successful because it's just, you know, signing in your Windows Live ID. The only place where I've bumped into an issue is uh, actually at Bungie.net. Like you sign up. Uh, with your Windows Live ID, and then you pick a uh, user account for their forms and stuff, and uh, for for things to work like with Halo, well, it used to be with Halo. Um, you know, it was tied the gamer card tied to that Windows Live ID, so everything worked that way except for I tried to use BJSwick33 for um, my Bungie forms, and like, sorry, that's already used. And I was like, well, no, let me sign into my account and change my email. Well, it changed your email, but it didn't change your Windows Live ID. So actually, I'm like XBJSwick33X on Bungie now because of they won't let you change it. So Yeah, that's the way it is for me on BioWare. I can't use my Wingman709 because it's already registered, but I can't log in with that account. Hmm. You know, and it's like EA account. On the social bio. Well, that's what I that's what I that's what I logged in with initially. But it's like I had to create something on the Bioware community, and it's just like you know what, this is just stupid. The whole the way everything is all connected and 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 disconnected. They're all, you know. Well, that's EA, really. Exactly, they're horrible. A bazillion personas on on my EA account. Well, see, that's what I'd be worried about because EA wiped out all my stats from from everything prior uh all my yeah. battle bad company to battlefield all those stats got reset when they tried to quote fix my 
persona. <laughs> they wiped everything out. Um, on my Battlefield 1943, everything got wiped out back to zero. So if I was at 99 games played, needed one more to get the achievement, I now have to do another 100 games because it just reset me back. So I'm like, and then, so you've got that integration, and now it's like, well, if I change my gamer tag, how does it affect all my, my, my um, what is it, the U-Pass you, you or U-Play from Ubisoft and your EA Online Pass and everything else that, you know, log in with this and your Facebook and, you know, everything's all got getting integrated. You don't dare change anything anymore. <laughs> yeah. So... Good luck. <laughs> I hope everything yep. works out for him. Yep. All right. Well, uh, well, next message is from Christoph. So let's get to it. Hey, guys, this is Christoph. Just calling in to comment on your last show. Um, wanted to say you did have me legitimately worried that it was your last show uh, until the end. So good job on that one, guys. Uh, anyways, uh, I just wanted to comment. I know you guys were talking about the apps Um that the Xbox has on it, and um, just wanted to tell you what Voice Studio was. Um, it's a program, basically, that helps make Connect better. Um, they just have a, a certain set amount of phrases um, for you to say, just random phrases for you to say into your Connect to help with voice recognition. Um, it is kind of cool because it's completely free, and it does have 50 gamers for it, um, so kind of like uh, the Connect Studio stuff. Um, free uh, free gamer score. So, yeah, check it out. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Hey, thanks for calling in, Christoph. We appreciate it. Yeah, I, I, you know, last week we recorded on April 1st, so I'm in the show. Some of the guys here didn't want to do the little, you know, April Fool's joke since the show wasn't released until after April 1st, but they they went with me anyways, played a little joke on you guys. So um, we had to do something. We were recording on yeah. April 1st. I, I had the same problem. I, I Halfway through the show, I posted in the comments. Like, what is this about the last episode? And I finished listening. I was like, oh, of course. <laughs> How could I be so stupid? <laughs> well, there it was already April 2nd, right? So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so it was our little way of somehow doing a little April Fool's joke. So, um, and yeah, the voice studio, I actually did give that a try this week. Um, and I did it. I did it because it's like I've done this before because I was a Connect beta tester and I went through stuff like that with them before, but I had forgotten how monotonous and kind of horribly long it takes to go and do this. Um, but I and I almost quit halfway through because it did take a long time. You know, you're just re you're just reading stuff off the screen, but it starts out like, oh, read these 40 things, and you read something and you hit the A button, read the next line, hit the A button. And then the next set that you do, and there's like a total of eight sets of things that you'll read. So you go through the first set of like 40. The next set's like 50. The next one's 60, 70, 80, 90. It gets up to where the last set is you're reading 100 things, 100 phrases. Um, and then, and it's recording you with this background noise that it plays, and it's recording your voice as you're saying these things. And then when it's done, it has to upload that entire audio file. And that took forever. And I've got a good upload speed. So I was just like, oh, this was killing me to do it. But it's like, I'm like, well, yeah, you get it. You get avatar items and you get um, 
you get free achievements and stuff, but it's like, that's not why I did it. I was like, I kind of want to do my part to help make uh, Xbox Live better and make the connect voice commands better because I think they do need to be improved. But it took a while to get done. So if you're just doing it for points, I don't know if it's worth it. (laughs) It's not hard. It's just long and boring. (laughs) But it does, I think, give you a sneak peek of things coming to connect. So there were some, because you can see like commands that you're reading and it's like, oh, that's something new. Hmm. I like that. You know, I saw a lot of things there that I was like, Ooh, I would like to see that feature. I would like to see this improve. So it it does give you a little kind of glimpse at maybe what's coming on future updates, but it was pretty long and boring to do. So be warned. (laughs) Cool. Well, that is it for episode 188. So, uh, everybody, head out to uh, the wonderful website, which we'll be posting stories to, uh, (laughs) thisxboxlife.com. From there, you can get pretty much the, you will see our contact and listen section um, that has all the links pretty much to everything, except for our zazzle.com slash thisxboxlife, uh, which will be up there soon. Um, But... It does contain voicemail, which is 224-698-XBOX or 224-698-9269. And don't forget, you know, Twitter and Facebook, which we've been posting to more because it's not auto-posting to it. So we're kind of out there playing around with it. But hey, I think that's... Real quick, um, Sol, are you, are you doing anything on the other... the? The Battlefield podcast. Are you doing anything with those guys? Um, actually, I did do something there. Um, I recorded a podcast with them about the um, patch that came out for Battlefield Three. Okay. So, if you are a big Battlefield player, definitely check out uh, BattlefieldPodcast.com and download their uh, latest episode. I think it's uh, episode four now. And uh, we talk in length about all the changes in the patch and what we think of them. So go over there and try it out. Cool. Yep. Check it out. They're friends of ours over there. So <laughs> long time podcasting friends. <laughs> so it's good. It's good to see those guys uh, back on a regular uh, schedule and recording again. So what? that's anything it. else. No, sorry. Oh, no problem. Shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not shameless. Yeah. I don't get anything out of it. I'm just plugging some friends. I got, I got to plug your show on, on their show. So. There you go. <laughs> oh, well, then, okay, cool. We had to do it there. I'm doing advertising work on both shows now. <laughs> See, now he's going to want more money, Bron. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> so. All right. Oh, um, Bron, BJ, Swick 33. I'm Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off. And I'm Esben, a.k.a. Soul Session 808. See you guys later. The quiet hand, just stay away.